it's a single note. <sighs> hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic. Sorry, Christopher <laughs> dropped a stripper clip right before we started recording, and he's like, "Oh, it's a stripper clip." Just. Completely random. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Monk Friends Roundtable Discussion. Uh, two quick things before we get started. One, we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of the podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. And second, we are protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969. Which ruled that the court that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is quote directed to inciting or producing law, uh, imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything we say on this podcast is hypothetical. So go fuck yourself, bludgies. This is episode eighty-one. We're just kind of going to be doing a little. Uh, Follow up to the big beg, the lobbying day rally that happened in the past week. Um, yeah, how are you guys doing? Oh, go ahead, Andy. Somebody fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disappointing. It. I had such high hopes, and no. I mean, I I should have been more realistic if I'm if I'm honest, but I really kind of hoped maybe. Maybe something, but instead, oh, look at how proud we are of the fact that we did literally nothing. Well, yeah. they, it's not D- that they didn't do anything. They carried around magic sky cloth and paraded around with their semi-automatic weapons and pretended like they were doing something. True. True. And and they did clean up after themselves, which That's I, true. I do give points for that. I do give points for them clean up after themselves. Yeah, that was was a good move. Yeah, that was a good move. But the fact that they were like, see, we were peaceful. And they kept they keep calling it a win because nobody was hurt and there was no violence. Right. But literally nothing changed from the statehouse. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Not a. In fact, I take that back. One thing changed. They introduced a bill now. If you criticize their Virginia state government officials online, yep. it's a crime. <laughs> yep. I mean, that would never stand up to even the lamest constitutional scrutiny at all. No, ever, that's but. that's that's what they assume about the Second Amendment, also. But you know how that works. Yeah, it's true, and it's well, proven again and you know, again. I, I mean, come on. There's, at least there's a reason at, most of those lawsuits get filed in the Ninth Circuit. No. I mean, at least in Ohio, the politician got a meme in his mailbox. <laughs> I still think I still think it would be hilarious to send him one of the spring-loaded, um, sparkly dicks. <laughs> sparkly dicks, yeah, just a, yeah. a box of dicks. <laughs> I'm not going to be intimidated by your memes. Well, here's a giant box of dicks that you can go eat. <laughs> See, I, I would love for everybody in the nation to send uh, Northam a meme of him in blackface. <laughs> Just thousands Just of everybody them. print it out and mail it to him. <laughs> everybody dress up for Halloween as a blackface and say you're going to uh, Governor Northam. <laughs> right. 
You gotta wear a red coat though. You gotta wear the red coat outfit, and then in and black then face. face. <laughs> I'm Governor Northam. <laughs> have you, you gotta have it like a group thing? Like you gotta have that and like four people behind you walking around with pitchforks. <laughs> no, but. but you know, you called it the big bag. I. I... I kind of like the way I made, or that one meme that I made right afterward, the Begaloo. Yeah, the big the Begaloo. Begaloo. There you go. There were so many not, people. Not wrong. I, and it turned into about the uh, protest equivalent of what? Dry needling? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it ultimately it what it could have been. It could have been the start of a serious movement, the start of serious change. And instead, like the fact that they they brought, yeah, they brought a guillotine. And the moment the cops said they were intimidated by the guillotine, they let them tear it down because Mm -hmm. they're still going to lick the boots Mm -hmm. of all of the cops. And that is one thing that they absolutely demonstrated was that they were still going to lick the boots. And the irony is then they want to whine that we're all criticizing them after we encouraged it and encouraged the demonstration. And it's like, well, we're criticizing you because what we said this should turn into and what it was are not the same thing. Idiots. Mm -mm. You didn't do what you should have done. That's why we're criticizing you. You can't, if I tell you to go paint your car and I encourage that, and then instead all you do is wash it. (laughs) And then I criticize you for washing your car. I'm not, I'm not being hypocritical. I'm just pointing out that what I told you to do and what you went and did are not the same things. They might very slightly look similar, but they are not the same thing. As parents, as parents, we've all told our kids to go clean their rooms. And they've walked in and just scooted things to the edge so they can walk, so they can get through. Yep. That's yep. That's literally what, what this is. My Transfer personal all favorite. the garbage underneath the, the bed. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, my personal favorite is my oldest. She will quite literally throw all of her dirty laundry under her bed until she goes to open up her closet and finds one outfit and says, Dad, can you do laundry? <laughs> you can. You got arms. <laughs> Right? She's almost 14. She knows how to do, run the damn machine. <laughs> what the hell? You know what you're doing. Do it. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's, gonna... that's what it was, though. It was just, oh, um, well, you told me to go do this thing, mm-hmm. and then I didn't do it, but I did something that could almost maybe, if you've suffered repeated head injuries, be construed <laughs> as similar. And now, oh, how dare you? You told me that I should do this. You celebrated it. No. No, that is not what I told you to go do at all. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, well, uh, let's let's get into this article. There's going to be a number coming up. It just you'll you'll know when when we get when I get to it. Okay. So, um, um, thousands swarmed Richmond on Martin Luther King Day for Virginia's Lobby Day gun rights rally in the Capitol Square. Demonstrators carried guns outside the rally area, many of which were military grade, while unarmed demonstrators walked Capitol grounds carrying signs and chanting. (laughs) Military grade. So they were trash then. Yeah. Every last one of them was a PSA. If you you don't understand mil spec, (laughs) is that mil spec is, is, 
is built by literally like the lowest contractor, the lowest bidder. <laughs> That's the thing that people need to understand too about Millspec is like, no, what Millspec means is that it is built to the lowest possible acceptable quality standards out of the cheapest possible materials that will still hold up just long enough to pass inspection. Has has Mills has Millspec on 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 the 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 M4 like has has that changed in like the last forty years? Probably not. No. I mean, an M4. Yeah. I mean, there's well, there's still. I think well, like, like between like the 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 A2 and the M4 and 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 whatever the new one is. Yeah, I think there are actually still receivers running around right now in like in GI um, that are like receivers that are M- originally M16A2 receivers like from Vietnam or just after. Yeah. Like there's there are still like your grandfather could have carried the exact same receiver is is kind of what it is. And yeah, okay, so the receiver held up. Everything else broke. <laughs> the only reason the receiver held up is cuz it's just a solid chunk of metal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, according to the Twitter account VA Capital 2020, 22,000 people attended Lobby Day, <coughs> with approximately 6,000 people on Capitol Square and 16,000 outside the fences. 6,000 people willingly gave up their firearms, were searched, and entered the quote free speech zone. You're surprised? I'm not. 6,000 sheep were herded into a corral today. Like that's what that that's what that is. Yeah, you know were a bunch of a bunch of unarmed helpless sheep who were herded into your special little pen so you can feel special because you can bleat louder than if you're outside the pen according to your masters. That's yes. all you manage to do. Congratulations on bowing and kowtowing to the tyrants. Good job. Yes. yes. Despite concerns that though that white extremist militia groups had planned to enact violence during the rally, leading Governor Ralph Northam to issue a state of emergency banning all weapons from, from the Capitol grounds, the event itself went off without a hitch. Only one arrest occurred with a 21-year-old woman being charged with felony count for wearing a mask in public. She had the most she had the most balls there. Yeah, a felony for wearing a mask in public. Mm-hmm. But oh, it's such a win for freedom. A, a woman and then and then their justifications well, but I mean she wasn't really a protester. She was part of Antifa. You mean the the Seven Hills Antifa that went there armed and was standing up for Second Amendment rights right alongside all you guys. That that Antifa. That's what you're. The person that actually stood up for their rights and refused to remove a mask, a truly victimless crime. Yeah. Yep. And let's not you forget know. why they wanted her to remove her mask. Yep. Facial recognition software. Oh, it doesn't exist. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, they straight up admit that it exists. They'll show it off. Oh, I know it. Now. And then they'll, but then they'll sit there and say that, oh, but we don't use that on these government-owned cameras that overlook this area. 
Yeah. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. A certain quote from a certain Super Troopers movie comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, I don't I'm even just have anything to say to that, just because it, it's so ludicrous that she's facing a, a felony charge for... Like, she... A, a felony charge. Like she could literally lose her gun rights, her her, because... quote, her quote legal gun rights for wearing a mask. It Just was thirty eight. It was thirty eight degrees on on during that rally. So, so she was cold and wore a mask, and yet, oh nope, you wore that in public. Sorry, and then and, you know, and the funny thing 20, is, 22,000 people there, twenty one thousand. 199 people didn't, or 21,999 people didn't stand up for her. Yep, not one of them did a thing. Just like not one of them did a thing about the cops tearing down their guillotine. Not one of them did a th- did anything about all of the fences that were being put up or all of the usurpations of their Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights. Not nobody, one of them. Nobody tried to. Nobody tried to jump the fence into the square either while armed. Yeah, not one 6, of 000, the six thousand people in the in the square went through a checkpoint. They were disarmed. They were searched. Yep. And, and and if you have a, if you have a free speech zone, you do not have free speech. Yeah, it's all right to say whatever you want in this specific little area right here. See, you're free. <laughs> I I was you know happy to see that there were so many people outside the perimeter that absolutely refused to go in. But at the same time, it's like, well, do okay. something. Hold on. We, we don't know that they refuse to go in. Right. I mean, there's 6,000 people inside that little square. I'm sure it was, you saw the pictures. It was pretty full. So maybe they had an occupancy limit. Like <laughs> you, you, you can't, you can't fit 10,000 people in there. Right. That would like that would that would be a, like a health issue and a safety issue and all that other stuff. So. Gosh, because they they might spill into you know like the buildings and things. <laughs> yeah, get that yeah, many people uh, together and all armed and in a concentrated area, and they might actually be a formidable force that we can't control. So yeah, okay, okay. The the, the quote from Northam, uh, quote today showed that when people disagree, they can do so peacefully. The issue before us invokes strong emotions, and progress is often difficult. <sighs> January 20th is traditionally known as, quote, Lobby Day in Richmond, but with Notham and the Democrat majority set to roll out tighter gun safety legislation, those in favor of gun rights turned, uh, turned out around the Virginia Capitol to press their case against it. So, and then back on January 16th, this is before the rally, um, the Senate passed Senate Bill 35, which would give the power to local jurisdictions to prohibit guns in any form from public speaking or public space during an event. Senate Bill 70, which would require background checks for any firearm transfer. Without one, the seller would be found guilty of a felony. So that's universal background checks. And Senate Bill 69, which would limit handgun purchases, prohibiting anyone who's not a legal firearms dealer from buying more than one gun within a 30-day period. 
So the, yeah, those 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 were passed previously to the rally, and none of those would deter firearms related violence at all. No, because I, I mean, it's not like like gang members don't go out and bulk buy from an FFL six handguns. All right, that doesn't happen. They don't buy from FFLs. That isn't something nope. they do. They buy from people who are selling illegal weapons illegally as it is. That's your, your laws aren't going to change any of the things that are already happening in the black market for firearms. No. And all these people did when they showed up is demonstrate that when all of these laws take effect, they will bow down and they will take a knee and they will suck the freaking government's dick and go, okay, yes, please, sir. Might I have at least one gun? Oh, no. Okay, here, you have it. And they're just going to continue to wave their flags and go, well, if we just vote harder next election. <laughs> it's, you know, it's literally I, I, called Lobby Day. I, I got to share this with you guys. I hope it's all right, but it fits everything that we that Andrew just said. This right here. Um, I'm not. I can't anything. hear Andrew. You can't see it. No, nope. it's a can picture of a can of uh, kiwi, and it says dessert of choice for bootlickers everywhere. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. I mean, and the, a lot of that, these protesters ki- were waving kiwi Trump is, flags. Even yeah, kiwi is boot polish for those that aren't planned at home and not understand. Not not kiwi like the little animal. Yeah. But, that's, I mean, they were waving Trump flags. They were waving flags of the president who said, I like to take the guns first and due process second. The one who banned bump stocks, the one who said he was seriously going to look at banning suppressors. Yep. That guy. The, the, the guy that had a Republican-controlled Senate and House for the first two years of his presidency. And did nothing. Pat- didn't pass a single gun bill, a single pro-gun bill. No concealed yep. carry reciprocity, no Hearing Protection Act, none of that. Yep. But that guy, that guy. And then when you point out, like, I'm seeing that get brought up a lot, and then they're, oh, well, you know, fake news is what I see them. And it's like, why? I mean, the amount of state worship you have to have you're just chanting this mantra like if you say it enough, magically, it's going to be true. And and no, Trump didn't really say that. Are you kidding me? Like, it's Especially ridiculous. When you, you can go out there and there are 10,000 recordings of all the things that Trump said that were anti-gun. Like, you know, take the guns early and due process second. I mean, you go on YouTube, you do a quick search, and it's there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. So yeah, why they, is won't it so, it. they won't believe it? Why? Because they're too busy saying, "Oh, the red team is better than the blue team." Yeah, and that's it. That's what it amounts to. Is just well, but there's only the two teams. Well, no, there there are other options, like say not participating in tyranny. <laughs> um, there is you another know, option. <laughs> my personal favorite is they. What they really need to do is they need to start including eligible voters that don't vote 
in the tally. Just so for, that way, for, if, for none, none of the above. None of the above. That's exactly. <laughs> Sorry, none of, none of the above won yet again. No, so. None of the above actually won on in Nevada. I think two thousand two thousand sixteen for like a, a a governor. I think it was like governor or one of the higher up positions. But like none of the above won, and they actually defaulted to the 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 other the other highest candidate. <laughs> Because <laughs> nobody wanted anyone, and nope, you gotta have some. See again, your vote doesn't matter, even when you tell them I literally don't want either one of these people, and the majority still says I don't want either one of these people. They still are just going to pick. Your vote doesn't matter. Voting is irrelevant. It is not some sort of an act of self defense because you know what. Chucking a pebble in the general direction of a bunch of SS was not an, a legitimate act of self-defense <laughs> any more than voting is. And that's all it is. You're going, eh, like you. And that's it. Oh, boy. You really changed things, guys. You really made a difference. Congratulations. <laughs> totally. Totally made a difference. Okay. <laughs> that brings us up to our next article, <laughs> which... Which came out, or what? Which happened like two days after the rally. So the rally happened on Monday. Tuesday was first day back at business because Monday was a holiday. So this is an article from Wednesday, which is the twenty second. The Virginia State Senate passed a red flag gun confiscation bill on Wednesday afternoon, the latest of several gun bills at the helm of the Democratic legislators' journey, a, a legislators' uh, agenda. After nearly an hour of final debate, senators passed SB 240 in a vote of 21 to 19 and will now advance to the House, where it will also expect to pass the Democratic-controlled body. If oh, passed, boy, all if of that passed, authorities, Yeah, if passed, authorities will be granted the power to confiscate guns from, from citizens deemed a danger to themselves or to others. And it's not like they now have the, the pictures and... Facial identify, you know, identifying facial features of of literally twenty two thousand people, people. you know, might be first on the list. Well, yeah, and I love when I love. So, two things that I want to bring up here, and I'm really going to hate on on Trumpkins tonight because I'm really enjoying just tearing them apart and their hypocrisy and their spinelessness. But so you remember when Trump declared a state of emergency? to try and get the wall built. And they went, yeah, state of emergency. That's what we'll do. Yeah, woo, go Trump. And then when Northam does it for the guns, they're like, but that isn't that isn't legal. That's not constitutional. You can't just do that. You can't just declare a st use state of emergency to just get do what you want to do without oversight or anything. So all of a sudden, there's that hypocrisy. And then... We now have this hypocrisy where when Trump said, take the guns first, due process second, they go, well, no, it's about mentally ill people. It's it's just for mentally ill people. Yep. That's all it's about. And then remember that there was that that uh, state legislator from Virginia who said that all these people who are going to show up were clearly mentally ill because they were willing to bring their guns to the Capitol yep. to said protest. That, said, said that on Twitter. And he yep. said they're all mentally ill. What in... God's name makes you think that they're not going to just say that. 
that there that there's no way this could ever be abused, even though it's been abused repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly in every state that it exists. What makes you think that somehow, no, 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 but see, Trump's in office, so it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. That yeah. magically, they're not going to just go, well, you want guns, you want a bunch of guns, so clearly you must be mentally ill, no, and like, then take like, them all. Like, Virginia, Virginia's head of, like, Virginia has the head of, like, most veterans organizations, right? Like the, the NRA and um, like, is it wounded warrior out of Virginia? And oh, a bunch wounded of other warrior ones? is such a garbage organization. I know, anyway. I know, I know, but like how many veterans are on some sort of medication? How many veterans have been diagnosed with anxiety, depression, PTSD? Yep. Yeah. Those are all limiting factors. Those are all factors eligible for red flag laws. Oh, yeah. If you um, if you, you, currently under current U.S. federal law, if you wind up with a payee for veterans benefits, like mm-hmm. it's determined that you can't handle the responsibility of your own financial obligations and therefore they're going to put somebody else in charge. At that point, you are not legally allowed to keep your guns under current law. That's without a national red flag law. Under current federal law, they can just take your guns because, oh, well, but you can't handle your finances, so clearly you can't be trusted with a firearm if you can't be trusted with your money. And Andrew, so are you talking you specifically about that rule that uh, the Obama administration shoved through for Social Security recipients, that kind of thing? Yeah, it's the same thing, but they there's specific ones for veterans as well. Okay, because um, I know where... that I I know that, uh, and please don't confuse me as a Trump humper for this, but I know that uh, Trump did actually pull that one about Social Security and payee benefits or uh, you know power of attorney that kind of thing. He did pull that one out. But I guess if it's federal law for veterans, then that's a whole different ball of wax. That's that's how it works. Also, I mean, if you if you are diagnosed with PTSD, if you when you do a forty four seventy three, you won't pass it. They'll say no because you have PTSD. So no, you can't be trusted with a firearm because you have post traumatic yeah. stress disorder. So if you're diagnosed. You don't get your guns. If you have severe anxiety, they can also, they don't always, but they can also use that to deny you. They can deny you because you have, um, oh, what's it called? The aggressive opposition disorder, whatever, the 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 thing where you just hate yeah. authority and whatever, authority opposition disorder, whatever. If you have that, they won't let you have guns. They, don't we they will all? deny you. Well, yeah. If, if you have a if you have a, a medical marijuana card, yep, they'll um, deny you. Yep. They'll deny you. So, uh, back to the article. It says uh, Democrats in support of the bill insisted that red flag confiscations have been successful in 17 other states. They pointed to numerous amendments and said the bill was formed with careful language to protect citizens' due process and rights. <laughs> red flag Senator- and due process. 
uh, protect. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's some mental jumping jacks there that I'm not prepared to do. Yes. Uh, Senator George Baker said red flag laws have, quote, reduced the deaths in several states, particularly suicides, and also has been used in several situations of threats of mass shootings. They've um, also resulted in innocent civilians being murdered at the hands of cops. Yes. Yeah, um, I love that. Oh, it, no, it's to protect your due process. Okay, so what if somebody can accuse me of being a danger to myself or others, just accuse me, and then you can come and take my guns immediately, and I have to hand them over under the color of law. What part of that involves due process? Or protecting your rights. Yeah, or protecting my rights at all. What part of any of that is is protecting any of my rights or, you know, or acknowledging that the constitution is a thing that allegedly they're supposed to be adhering to. What part of that is Isn't there also a, a thing where, you know, if you're accused of something, you know, maybe even including being accused of being a danger to yourself and others, you have the opportunity. What is it? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Face your goddamn accuser. <laughs> Yeah, it's part of due process, but oh, Instead oh nope, they're protecting done. your due process. Right. Yep. <sighs> Good Lord. I mean, yeah, there's uh, no writ of habeas corpus, nothing. It's. Yeah. Uh, quote, the bill that's on the floor today is a whole lot more improved in terms of giving the accused person's rights to fight back if they feel the order was un or entered unfairly, said Senator Scott Sorvel. That's not how due process you can't, works. You, you can't fight back after they violated your due process, after they violated your rights, after they confiscated your firearms. Your ability to fight back is go to court if you can afford it. Yeah, and then and that's the thing. Can you afford the attorney fees to actually show up and argue against this person who made a you know frivolous charge against you? And that's only assuming that, you know, you wait the probably two to three years it'll take for them to actually get you a hearing because you're not accused of a crime. So you're not right. Or you're not due a fair and speedy trial. So just keep delay, 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 delay. Oh, oh, you got you have to have a mental health evaluation. Yep. And you have oh, to yeah, good luck. For that and you have to pass that. And you yeah. And it's oh, never and it's mind. That, never mind that, you know, mental health is so foobar right now that trying to get in to see a mental health professional to get that evaluation here on at least a six to eight month wait <laughs> as a new patient. And then you have to, so there are things like, let me get this straight. So what they're saying is that they're protecting your right to due process, but they're going to take your guns. And then in order for you to get them back, you have to prove that they were wrong, which means that the assumption is that they weren't wrong, which means that you're not innocent until proving guilty. So logically, then therefore due process didn't happen, did it? Like we need to draw this out in crayon for people. Like, right. <laughs> good Lord. And you'll still have the Trump humpers that will still argue that, well, no, 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 no. It's only about taking guns away from the people who are, or mentally unstable by whose fucking determination? I, One the, random the, person. Remember the whole, remember the whole no fly no buy thing they're trying to push. 
Yeah. The, oh, the, the no fly list had two had two year old kid on it. Yeah, multiple <laughs> and and like there was like a nine month old or something where the family was going to go on a vacation and they couldn't take the baby on the plane because the baby, the infant, <laughs> was on a no fly list. Or my personal that, favorite, that you know, you bastard. got you got a uh, a couple of the so called political elites trying to get on commercial flights to fly and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you're on the no fly list. It was like Senator Kennedy, I think it was from New York, was on one of those lists, and which granted he is kind of a danger to everybody but that's neither here nor there <laughs> only if you're only you're only in danger of a kennedy from a kennedy if you choose to ride with him in his car across a bridge <laughs> in dallas <laughs> no 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 no. i'm talking about Chad oh McCoy. you're talking about that other kennedy yeah 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 other kennedy yeah the one who's still who was still up until very recently a sitting u.s senator <laughs> his car has killed more people than my guns Yep, exactly. That's cool. all right. <laughs> On to the last article, which came out yesterday. Um, with little debate and public testimony, the Virginia Legislature's House. So those other bills were passed by the Senate, right? We're now talking about the House. The House's Public Safety Committee approved nearly a dozen gun control bills targeting six specific areas of legal gun ownership on Friday, sending the bills to the floor for a full House vote for passage. That big bag rally, you guys. Yeah, boy, you're you're begging and pleading. If you please the crown, sir, might I have some of my guns? That really did a lot, didn't it? It stopped things. It changed things. Oh, man. Well, All you did got... was show that you were spineless. You showed your hand. <laughs> I got into a, a debate with a guy from, that was at the rally. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. Andrew saw the screenshots. And uh, he was like, well, you know, hey, uh, it didn't work at this point. But if we go to the polls and we'll, we'll make sure that the next guy just reverses everything. <laughs> and I'm like, so your answer to all of this is to just vote harder. We just need to vote harder. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, it works every time. I'm like, really, really? Did, did you it? did you pay attention to the national election back in 2016? Have you did paid attention really... to any national election since the 1950s? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that was the most recent one. And granted, he's a boomer, so I didn't want to challenge his memory <laughs> too hard. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! Oh, well, we're gonna vote. I mean, so you, so you voted, you lost. You're about to lose your rights. So your response is to ask the people who you didn't vote for to maybe not do what they said they were going to do. And then when they do it, your response is, well, we're just going to rinse and repeat. Do you know the definition of insanity? Hey, <laughs> this, what this, this rally this past week, it was the 18th lobby day rally 18th in a row. They've been doing this since 2002. 18 years of doing this, and in 18 Eight, years, they 18 didn't year, stop this from happening, but somehow 18, this time. Yeah. 18 <laughs> years of begging. This time will be different. Yeah, oh. it's the B. It's the B in B movie, where he's bouncing off of the glass. This time, 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 this time. When in reality, they're more like the bug zapper in a bug's life. I can't help it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and in the center of the bug zapper is an American flag. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Master has given Dobby a vote. Dobby is free. Yeah, exactly. 
Master has given Dobby a Skyclaw. Dobby is free, a free elf. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, little... there's thirty round or there's uh thirty votes that actually count sitting right behind me. Exactly. Those would be in a magazine. I don't know what you're talking about. This is all hypothetical, remember? Oh, wait, that's a, every... you dropped you dropped a stripper clip earlier, so it's a it's a, it's a, it's a thirty round clip, right? <laughs> you dropped a single mom clip. That's right. I support single moms. <laughs> <laughs> Decriminalize sex work. All right. A uh, little debate, public testimony, blah 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 blah. Okay. Um. While HB 961, a sweeping gun magazine and suppressor ban, wasn't heard in the committee, Democrats did move forward with bills that would criminalize private transfers of firearms, punish gun owners who failed to report their firearms losses stolen, uh, gut the state's firearm preemption law, and more. After the hearing, NRA spokesman... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> After the hearing, NRA spokesman Catherine Morrison said the committee, quote, shamefully rubber stamped the Bloomberg Northam gun control scheme by blocking legislators' questions and preventing constituents from speaking. Today's hearing was a disgrace to the democratic process. Virginians deserve lawmakers who will hear testimony and conduct serious vetting on each bill. As the Senate Judiciary Committee did before voting on measures that will strip away the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens and leave them defenseless. Translation. (laughs) (laughs) The NRA chastising someone for stripping away the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. The NRA are the ones who co-wrote, co-wrote, wrote and endorsed and advertised the GCA, the NFA, the Hughes Amendment they endorsed. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Didn't they also play a hand in the whole Brady Bill in the 90s? Yeah, they they fought back against the Brady Act ever so slightly, but it was barely even there. It it really wasn't Uh, any kind of... I want to say that the only thing that they succeeded with that was actually pro gun with the Brady bill was their advocacy, I guess was somehow responsible for the sunset clause, but that was also part of it because otherwise the Republican controlled house and the Senate wouldn't go for it. Yeah. So it, it wasn't going to pass anyway. Otherwise. Right. No. So they really didn't. The NRA has been negotiating your rights away since what? 1867, something like that. When they were founded, they they've never, ever actually stood up for rights ever, nor were they founded to. They've never done it effectively. They never will. Ever. If you are a supporter of the NRA and you want to pretend that somehow being a supporter of the NRA makes you pro gun, you are a moron. Aren't they? Aren't they pro red flag law? Yes, they endorsed yeah. when Trump endorsed the red flag law. They endorsed the red flag law. Yeah. Um, they also right. said that the bump after fighting, and this is one of the beautiful things, when Obama tried to introduce a bump stock ban, they fought against it. And we're like, how dare Obama do this? The moment Trump did, mm-hmm. they were all for it. And we're like, yeah. oh, no, no, no. No one needs a bump stock anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just a stupid accessory. It's just a stupid piece yeah. of plastic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, let's see. Here's a full list of the gun control bills approved that committee on Friday. Uh, House Bill 2 and House Bill 335 are both universal background check bills that criminalize private transfer of firearms with only a few exceptions. Most common transfers between friends and neighbors are not exempted. <sighs> so you can't sell your property. Yeah, which is well, ridiculous. No, the way that that's written, it's not even sell. It's, hey, my buddy just flew in and he's going to go oh, hunting right, yeah. out here. Mm -hmm. So I want to loan him this rifle. The problem mm -hmm. is, is one, he's in a different state. So let's say I'm from Wisconsin. I'm going to Virginia to hunt with, I don't know, on Derricka's property for whatever reason. Um, if I showed up and she loaned me a rifle, we would have to go to an FFL. The problem is, is because I'm from out of state, that check would have to go through an FFL in my state. Mm hmm because legally she can't transfer me a firearm in Virginia. There's there's another there's three other bills that were passed similar to that one. We'll get to those in a second. Yeah. And that's I mean, and it's the same thing as Washington, the same thing as Oregon, the same thing mm -hmm. as California. It's exactly the same laws where it's it basically means that and and you know, and the thing is is the background checks with as much as the the fuds want to try and pretend that the background checks oh it's just you know it's just to make sure that you're not a felon or whatever but and and the and then they'll tell you well but they're supposed to destroy those records you're not supposed to keep those do you honestly believe <laughs> that the united states government who is willing to pull metadata on everyone who does google searches that they are not inclined and fully willing to keep tabs on every single background <laughs> check, what the gun was, what its serial number was, and who it was transferred to. Do you really believe that they won't do that? Well, there's a I there's mean, a scene in a really good movie where the guy asks or tells us tells his sub, uh, subordinate to go to the local sporting goods store and look for file four four seven three. You guys yep. know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that would be that would be Red Dawn, the invaders. They go to the, they go to the store and the and the, the 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 local sporting goods store and they get the forms and they know they have a list of firearms owners. Yep, oh. because you're required to hold on to those four four seven threes for what? It's seven years, I think. Don't seven like years. That. Well, I want to say it's seven years um, that they have time. to hold on to them. And okay. how many local sporting goods stores don't bother to shred stuff. So they have stuff going back mm -hmm. to the 1960s. Mm -hmm. Well, I've, I mean, I've talked to a couple and Andrew and I both know these stores. One is the uh, big rooster firearms. And the other one is uh, VGS. And I've talked to them about this and I won't say what their idea is, but <laughs> <laughs> for perspective, I well, do know that uh, that VGS uh, maintains their records as long as they're legally allowed, and then they make sure they disappear as quick as possible. Well, yeah, and for the record, uh, Big Rooster is owned and operated by a bunch of veterans. Um, that's who works there. That's who owns it. VGS is anarchist-leaning libertarians, for the most part, who run it and own it. They're... And and the veterans who run Big Rooster are very government skeptical um, and not quiet about it either. <laughs> so as like, as all veterans should be. Yeah, and it's and it's so those two places they're both in fairly rural areas. They're in areas that historically are 
very skeptical of uh, government overreach and everything else and are very um, anti-government. So they're not your typical local gun shop. No, they are. They are unique. (laughs) Your average local gun shop. They're not. They're not not California shops. Yeah. If you're if you're going to a big box store, if you're going to a Cabela's or you're going to Bass Pro Shop or you're going to um, a a Gander Outdoors or Durham's or or Dunham's. Yeah, or you're going to uh, uh, Shields <laughs> or something. If you're going to one of these big box stores, <laughs> the, you get the, the the nearest one to me is Dick's. Well, no ARs for you. Um, well, he's in California anyway. I mean, well, I suppose. <laughs> but he could get a featureless. <laughs> Thing is, gun owners don't say, "I should move to California." Yeah, <laughs> that was su- that was such a good video. <laughs> I, should go, I should move to California. Well, you know those those uh, those red flag laws there. <laughs> <laughs> all right um that was house bill two and house bill three through five okay house bill nine is a lost or stolen bill that turns gun owners into criminals if they don't report a lost or stolen firearm within 24 hours of discovering them missing by finding them supposedly so happens... this is supposedly this is supposed to cut down on quote straw purchases but lawmakers who support the measure <coughs> haven't been able to explain exactly how or why the bill would work in practice well, of course not, because there is no thought or strategy behind any of this. It's entirely reactionary bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I have to wonder, so what happens if I lose all of my guns in a tragic boating accident, as I did, and uh, and I report it all, and then somehow they find it, perhaps inadvertently, I've gotten it back somehow, and they happen to find it. What, what What's the consequences of that? I'm curious under that law. I don't know. Summary I mean, execution? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but, I mean, my my attitude to that is if that, that goes all the way through, every Virginia gun owner should become a terrible boater. <laughs> Done. Mm-hmm. Everything's been stolen. Everything's been lost. There are no legally possessed weapons in the state of Virginia any longer. Abracadabra. Yeah, I was visiting, you know, I, w- I went for a, a fishing trip out on the uh, Chesapeake Bay. and I don't know what happened. I, I hear, we hit this yeah. wave, and uh, there they went. I, and they just all went over, and I was like, no! And then they well, why, did, why, did you have a, why did you have a Serbu 50 cal out there? Uh, sharks. <laughs> just in case, you know. It's... I, was, I was hearing the ice wasn't that thick up there this year, so... Yeah, and it and it's just you theoretically all... could. I was ice fishing, and well, it just it fell through the hole, <sighs> and I just oh, no. couldn't quite get to it in time. It was very tragic. I'm still quite upset about it. I was going to say, uh, up here where we are, Andrew, the ice is quite thick. I was talking to a guy two days ago uh, who was fishing out in the local local pond up there by my old the old hospital, and they had a foot and a half of ice out there. Wow, has been that cold. Um, House Bill 421 allows local governments to enact their own gun control ordinances, which would likely <laughs> result in restrictive unconstitutional property, uh, in, which would likely result in restrictive and unconstitutional policies being adopted in Northern Virginia and other Democrat strongholds of the state. Oh, oh but, but like the 117 that said that, oh, but we, we're sa- Second Amendment sanctuaries. <laughs> yeah, there's Second Amendment sanctuaries for now. Right. 
And remember, that is going to change. It's very likely going to change. And also remember that these are all of the same cops who say, well, we don't write the laws. It's just our job to enforce them. So the moment that all of this becomes official, ratified one, law. Once, once, the, once the state says, if you don't enforce the, gun, the new gun control, you're not getting any state money. They'll all enforce it. Shit oh, yeah. will change. Once people start losing their jobs over it, shit will change. Because we yep. don't write the laws, we just enforce them with such a, or we don't, uh, we don't, was it, we just obey orders? Is that what it was? That, they, that was they such a great defense. They literally arrested a 21-year-old girl on a felony for wearing a mask. mask. Yep. Yep. They have no problem, no problem with enforcing ridiculous, stupid and unconstitutional laws. If you absolutely had, if you, had a, if you had a swift link in your AR at the range, they're fucking arrest they're arresting you. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, they'd arrest you without a problem. They'd have absolutely no issue mm-hmm. with doing that. None. Yep. A swift link is a full auto conversion. They do it with a smile on their face the whole time. Yep. Look what have, I get. I get would, the, I'm gonna get a shiny and, gold star when I get and back. You would see you would see pictures of it on Facebook of smiling cops bragging and a whole write-up about how the chief is proud of them for keeping the yep. community safe. And then us and 2,000 other anarchists would flood the page about... Yeah, and then they delete the post. Yeah, because that's what they do. They delete the posts. That's their response is, oh, shit, you mean we were we were tyrants who acted like tyrants and now we're being called out for being tyrannical? Oh, we're going to go ahead and delete this and run and hide with our tails tucked between our legs. Yep. Because that's what happens. That's what they do immediately. Yeah. Because they're all cowards. Yeah. And here, here's, an, here's another set of bills that passed... Um, this one angers me. Like they, they all anger me, but like this one as a parent, like House Bill 72, House Bill 463, and House Bill 1083, according to the NRA, quote, severely restrict parental decisions about firearms in the home while attaching excessive penalties for violations. Uh, under these bills, it would be a crime for a parent to allow a 16-year-old to hunt on the family's property without direct adult supervision, or for parents to allow their 17-year-old daughter access to a firearm for self-defense while she was home alone, no matter how much training the teens might have. Absolutely absurd. So they're already regulate or want to regulate how much or what we can do with our own personally owned property, but here... Not only are we going to regulate who you can and cannot sell this personally owned property to, but now we're going to tell you, you cannot in your own home provide weapons or on your own property, provide weapons and training to your children. Yep. Yep. No, you're not allowed. You are not allowed to make sure that your family is safe. Period. Nope. That's what, that's what the police who are maybe going to respond in the next 45 minutes are for. That's a response that that may or may not show up because, you know, Warren. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is they're under no obligation to protect you, but, but we're that's... supposed to rely on them for protection. Right. But that's what they want us to do. You know, and the funny thing is, is think about this for a minute. What they're saying is in, apply this to something else. So apply this to fire extinguishers, right? Also something for defense against something <sighs> mm-hmm. bad happening. Imagine that they told you you weren't allowed to have fire extinguishers in your home. If you have children and you're not allowed to let your kids have access to the fire extinguishers, 
And their justification was, well, they can call the fire department. Yep. Or how about a first aid kit? Yeah. Yeah. All right. First aid kit, fire extinguisher, firearms, the car keys. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to leave your your child mm-hmm. with the ability to protect themselves or to take hey, care they of could, themselves if they get hurt. They, they, they could choke on food. You have to restrict their access to the refrigerator now. Nope. Sorry. No more TV or video games unless there's direct adult supervision at all times. Because violent video games might rot your kid's brain and make them violent. Yeah, it might make yep. them violent. Really? Uh, so yep. how do you explain and human you, history? And or... if you do allow your kid, even though they have like taken firearms classes with you, and they're a good kid and with no depression, no anxiety, no hints at anything resulting of that, that would lead you to think that they might hurt anybody. Well, and I don't know how many teenagers you're ever going to find who don't have any depression or anxiety issues. (laughs) Just saying, just saying, and you happen to have a shotgun in the back of your closet, right? For emergencies. And somebody finds out about it. Red flag. Immediate. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to take, because you're obviously a dangerous person and need to be controlled. Yep. And clearly you're mentally unstable. Oh, or let's say you, I don't know. Let's say you go through a messy divorce, right? In Virginia, once all of these laws are through and they are inevitably all going to get approved. Let's, let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. It's going to happen. Every single one of them. So let's say you go through a messy divorce and a custody dispute, whatever else. And you have posted on Facebook because you don't understand how to keep your mouth shut. You have posted on Facebook, something nasty about your spouse because it's a bitter divorce and, and whatever. And you post something nasty about them. And then, and then a year goes by, whatever. And that spouse then goes, oh, well, they, I don't like them and I don't want them to keep having the kids there. So they call in a red flag thing. They show up. Not only are they going to take all of your guns, but then let's say they find a gun that your 16 year old had access to for protection when you weren't there. Well, now you're facing felony charges, child endangerment. Yeah, and they're going to charge you under these new laws for having that unsecured <laughs> weapon, in addition to taking all your guns without due process. So now you have to go through the due process. You have to try and win that. And after you do that, you then have to fight to get the rest of your guns. Because even if you prove, well, I wasn't being negligent with this firearm, which is going to be nigh impossible, because they, under the red flag law, they're able to come into your home and search for weapons and confiscate them without a warrant. So the the ERPO is technically a warrant sort of, but it's not an actual (laughs) warrant the way warrants are supposed to be issued. So they get this just, Oh, you mean there's no evidence? Yeah, exactly. So they get this carte blanche warrant to go in there, dig through everything. They're going to find it. It's going to be admissible in court. You're screwed. And I guarantee you that a bunch of these Trump humpers that are still trying to just beg the government are going to wind up being victims of this. Yep. Yep. And what are hey, you going to do then? Let's have, let's, well, of course, they're going to have another rally. 22,000 more people. Yeah, you're going to march right. around in circles without guns this time because they all got taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. In this case, Andrew, even those that do manage to show up with weapons, they'll show up. 
and then the police will take them on the spot under extreme under the extreme risk of having that many gun owners mm-hmm. with weapons in that space. Yep. Nope. It's just not safe. So we're going to have to take yeah. them all. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And then their names are going to be written down and then they're going to come to your house and you're going to take the rest of your guns. Yep. What are you going to do? Because you um, are so willing to bend over and just take it starting from the beginning. And we're willing to just compromise, 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 compromise. Come yes. on, focus. Yeah, his, this his is my patch, answer. Damn his it. Patch, his patch says, um, um, send bachelors to come heavily armed. Yeah. Uh, another bill that was passed. This is, but it's the, all this is the house again. This is the house again. So the, the Senate already passed this already, already passed their own version of this bill. So this is the house version house bill 674 red flag legislation allowing the seizure of an individual's firearms based on a low standard of review without any opportunity for the subject of the extreme risk protection order to be present at the hearing or to offer their own side of the story before the temporary order is issued we don't need to go over that because we've beat that horse to death yeah um <laughs> and then continued beating it for another 10 minutes <laughs> House Bill 812 and House Bill 1502 are gun rationing bills that limit an individual's ability to purchase a handgun uh, to one every 30 days. What is that going to help? What exactly does that prevent? I mean, I think they're worried about um, the father from uh, Boondock Saints. Like, that's the only thing I can come up with. They're just worried about a dude with like six different guns on him showing up and like getting in a gunfight because what how many how many people do you know that have ever even as i mean you know and we're we're gun enthusiasts how many people chris have you ever heard of who like went out and bought a ton of pistols rapid fire um i do I have to answer that question? I feel like <laughs> I'm just, on trial uh, here. Okay, just, <laughs> give me, just give me a number. Okay. There, there okay. Was... Well, first off, I uh, I can say for for certain, I know of about a dozen people within the last six months that have bought multiple pistols in one sitting. In one sitting. Okay. And how many of them have gone out and now committed crimes with any of those pistols? Oh, if you're going to throw that caveat in there, then it's not a fucking one. But yeah, zero. Exactly my point, though. That's what are you preventing? Uh, the the only one that I can think of is. I, I I'm in some prepper forums and there was a prepper group in a different state, not California, uh, and they bought a case of Glock 19s. But. That was like, it was their, their, it's, it's their, their prepper group is like 12 families though. Well, yeah. So you need quite a few of them for everybody. Mm -hmm. So Um, Jason, your video's frozen on my end. I don't know if it's frozen. I'm blaming Skype because it's stupid. No, no, I'm moving a little bit. Am I moving? Yeah. Okay. All I see is a circle. Yeah, you're you're not showing up at all. Now. What the hell? <laughs> I literally just saw myself. Try it one more time. One more time. If not, I'm just gonna be ugly. I'm already ugly, but it'll just be hey, there. Join now? the club. Okay. Um. Okay. Back hey, to, back go. to the article. Uh. Meanwhile, Virginia's Secretary of Public Safety, Brian Morin, 
says there's still plenty of time for lawmakers to approve HB 961, though clearly the bill is in some trouble in its current form. It's also clear, however, that Virginia Democrats want to send some form of an assault weapons ban to the governor, Ralph Northam, so expected to see a rework or modified version of the bill brought up in, commu- brought up in committee in the next couple of weeks. Um, from my understanding, HB 961 is an assault weapons ban. It would also um, limit magazines and, and limit magazine capacities and ban suppressors. Uh, the reason it wasn't heard by committee is because it didn't have a grandfather clause. That was that was that was literally the only reason. Because it it inclu- it was effectively a confiscation bill. Yeah, right. Because that's that's for anybody who's unfamiliar with with how gun laws work. When you don't have a grandfather clause, the purpose of a grandfather clause is to say, well, anyone who has them now can keep them, but no one else gets them. Um, it's the same thing that you saw with the Hughes Amendment um, in 86 uh, that Ronald Reagan, the beloved Republican <laughs> superhero, signed quite happily um, that where it said it didn't say you can't have any machine guns anymore and they're all, you know, everybody's got to turn them in. It said, OK, well, if you, they're already out there, you can keep them. But you can't bring in any more and you can't build any more. That was a grandfather clause. So what's happening with what had happened with that bill was that it didn't have a clause that said that if you already had them, you could keep them, which means that simply by having something you already paid money for and have already legally possessed, Mm -hmm. you can become a felon, much like Donald Trump's uh, executive order on uh, bump stocks. Is a Fifth Amendment ban, isn't it? Or Fifth Amendment violation? Um, yeah, because you're take, well, fourth, take, fourth, so, amendment. Take, fourth Amendment, illegal Third search and seizure. Years. Well, no, that's illegal. But look, taking something without um, taking something without without uh, compensation is that the fifth? I think that's the fifth. I don't. I don't have a copy of the pocket constitution because I don't give a fuck what the constitution really it's has fuck, to say. It's, so. it's words on paper. It's um, nothing to me. Uh, let's find out though, because uh, otherwise, no person shall be held to answer for a capital otherwise infamous crime unless present presentment or indictment of grand jury, except in case arising land or naval forces. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um. Uh, no bill. Yeah, no. Or shall private property be taken for public use oh, without oh, just okay, okay. Public use. Okay. Yep. So you can make an yeah. argument. It's it's not public use, but. Yeah, it's still violating the Fourth Amendment, though, for legal search and seizure. It's, it's still saying that you, your property can be taken just because. That's that's not something. And that honestly, and to be fair, I mean, they they could very easily make an argument that not or be taken for public use. Okay, we're going to confiscate all of your ARs and give them to the PD. Yep, that's for public use. See? No, it's for public use. It's, <laughs> it's It falls under eminent domain, that thing that Donald Trump said that he loves. And I quote, I love eminent domain. So, uh, Just a little caveat here. I absolutely love the story of the woman in Atlantic City who owned a house on the property Trump wanted to build his casino on. Yep, and she, and she no. fought it, fought it, and fought it. And she actually won that case, if I remember correctly. Yep. And Trump tried to get them to use eminent domain to take it from her. Right. Yeah. 
because Trump does not give a shit about your rights and don't think he does. No, no politician gives a shit about your rights. That's why they're politicians. Yeah, they don't care. They're power hungry bastards. Every the the lot of them. Right, I'll be right back, guys. Okay, sociopaths are always just drawn to positions of power. So what do you expect? I mean, there's 535 sociopaths on Capitol Hill. Every bureaucrat in Washington is a sociopath. The president is always a sociopath, and in this case, a massive narcissist. <laughs> but we got flags and the ability to protest after going through a pat down and oh, oh, oh and don't guns. forget don't forget <laughs> always 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 remember to vote harder vote so fucking hard i put myself in this cage oh. yeah I, either way either way same fucking thing it's just it's so, disgusting well I'll, I'll wait for. Well, I'll, I'll just ask the question that Andrew give his answer when he gets back. So, we we know we know your two cents on the rally, uh, as it's my two cents, it's Andrew's two cents also. So, but the the big thing is is they keep calling this a win. The rally was a win because there was no violence and nobody got hurt and nobody got arrested except for the one girl because she had more balls than the rest of them. So was the rally a win? Was was twenty two thousand people showing up, six thousand people inside the cage? Was it worth it? I think. I mean, as far as a policy win, absolutely not. It was an utter and complete failure, and everybody knew that going into it. Anybody who was going to the rally and thought they were really going to change anybody's mind on Capitol Hill in Virginia, they were deluding themselves. So from a policy standpoint, I say it's an absolute concrete failure. Um, the only part where I can see anybody claiming it to be a win at all is from a narrative standpoint about gun owners, because the media and the left always paints gun owners out to be nothing but violent and crazy people who just want to shoot everybody and yada, yada, yada. They're actually, and, they're actually and saying no, that anyway. Right. And then, you know, 22,000 people show up, nobody gets shot. So from a narrative standpoint, maybe it's a minor victory, but it's a moral victory as far as that. that, that but in the grand scheme of things, it's complete, utter nonsense and failure. Yeah. Um, I, I asked Christopher, um, given... Like we we know your two cents on the rally and 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 holding it up and doing all that good stuff, but um, they keep saying or or people keep claiming that it was a win. What's what's your take on that? I think that to claim it as any kind of a victory for anything other than the government is absurd. They won. They proved you showed them your hand, and they proved that you didn't ha you weren't hiding. A royal flush. You were hiding a pair of fours and, you know, a pair of threes. You you had nothing. You have nothing. You have no spine. You have nothing behind you. You aren't willing to go to bat 
when you when the time has come. All you've done is it's not a win for anybody who's pro gun right. Yes, it's great that you showed that there are that many gun owners who are willing to stand up and march around. That's all they're willing to do, though, so who cares? They could have been carrying airsoft guns. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they were carrying. It doesn't matter what they had. They're, they're a bunch of chicken shits. That's all I, they are. I saw some of the pictures. I think they were. I think some people were carrying airsoft. Yeah, and it's... Oh, oh boy, real intimidating. That's going to vaguely sting and irritate me. Like, who cares? Who cares? All you did is reinforce to them that they can do anything they want to you. They can take any right they want. They can just keep going the path that they wanted to go, which they've demonstrated that they're going to keep going the path that they wanted to go regardless. And there is nothing you are going to do about it. Not a damn thing. Nada. Our founding fathers, like I said before the rally, the founding fathers rolling in their graves could be hooked up to dynamos and power the United States. Like they, they, you are a bunch of cowards. Now, one of you could stand up and actually be counted when it was time to do that. When you had the numbers, you had the strength, you still couldn't be bothered to do it. And the moment that the cops said, hey, no, you can't do if you're going to come in this area, you need to give up all of your fourth and, and fifth amendment rights. You did the moment that you brought a guillotine to try and say, hey, look at, you know, and imply, hey, look at what we could do to you. And the cops said, hey, I don't like that. You complied and you let them tear it apart. You backed down every single time they pushed, because at the end of the day, the taste of those boots is just that good. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what I was getting at with, you know, like I said, the the idea that trying to take back the the media's narrative about oh gun owners are just a bunch of crazies who want to go out and shoot everybody and then you get that many people together and nobody gets shot does that improve the narrative any it in theory it should but i mean like you said jason the the media is already saying or is still saying that all these people are nuts I mean, There's, they accomplished there, nothing. There was the day after the rally, that article came out saying that they had intimidated the mm-hmm. the government. Yeah, there's, like, there's oh, a, another another one op-ed that said that the city was, quote, held hostage. Yep. Yeah. By the gun owners. Well, I was just like, there's an article on Vice, um, an op-ed on Vice about it. And they said that um, it was the quietest lobby day ever. And it was because people were, quote, scared. Come on now. Yeah, no. See, and that's the thing is the only people who are truly scared there were the gun owners. They were the frightened little mice. At the end of the day, that's all they are. Frightened little mice. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to stand up for their rights. They're not men. They're mice. (laughs) And you know what? If you got a problem with me saying that, fuck you. I right. said it, and I stand by it. <laughs> it could, can we can we talk about the narrative that absolutely got blown up? That police would never in, police would never enforce gun confiscation, or police would never enforce gun control. All these all these sheriffs. There was there was a group of 
police officers there with the sign that said, we support the Second Amendment. They enforced the emergency gun ban. Yep. There were there were police at the cage patting people down and restricting let not letting people in with, with their firearms on. There yeah. were police roaming the crowd. Both, both undercover and in uniform. Yep. Oh but, I mean you know, let's let's add in the fact that a week prior a guy from rural Virginia went to the Capitol and knocked on a pillar and ended up with two Capitol <laughs> Police officers showing up at his showing house. His, at his, yeah, showing up at his house. Quite to him. ask him why oh. he was checking the structural <laughs> integrity of these gigantic trees that they turned into pillars. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that video is infuriating. The one good thing, though, out of that is what that shows is they are scared. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. scared. They are intimidated. They know what could happen. The problem is that what could happen will very clearly not happen by the hands of the people who showed up for the big begaloo. Because all they're going to do is keep waving their flags. I mean, the fact that pictures showed the crowd, a bunch of them waving American flags and state of Virginia flags and Trump 2020 flags. And Gadsden flags. Yeah, and then Gadsden. You had the balls. They had had Gadsden flags and Gonzalez flags in the crowd. The fact, the fact that you would have the gall, the balls to display a flag that was declaring when it was made indisputably, I am going to fucking shoot you. If you try to take my guns and my rights, the fact that you would show up to beg the government while waving that fucking flag (laughs) is beyond infuriating. How dare you? I'm going to go Greta Thunberg here. How (laughs) dare you? You stole my dreams. Yeah, you have stolen my dreams and my childhood. Well, there's some accuracy to that. but <laughs> Yeah, they, they have stolen my dreams a little bit. But how dare you try and co-opt all of these signs of men who had the testicular fortitude to actually stand up for what they fucking believed in, to actually put their lives on the line for what they believed in. And you want to co-opt all of that when you go and go but please sir <laughs> are you the, if it pleases the crown yeah are you fucking kidding me <laughs> can i just throw one quick shout out to the guy who had the balls to wave the hong kong flag that was pretty badass I, I did enjoy that one and and because it did break the narrative a little bit one of the few victories out of this this is This is the one victory is that there are a lot of people of color there and there's a, the pink pistol showed up. Um, our friend Rachel was there with her, uh, rainbow Gadsden flag. Yep. And it did demonstrate that the media pushing the narrative and guys like David, I'm a giant pig. Um, did (laughs) Mr. Nazi salute. I just want to point out. I'm um, afraid of his own shadow. Oh God. 
I if that kid gets hit by a bus, I am going to dance a jig. Um, but <laughs> not that we advocate anyone running him down with a bus. No, I just hope that the universe works that way. Karma. Just just remember, uh, it's all hypothetical. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I I just hope that the universe works that way because Brandenburg, that's the best. B, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he. He and and all of his cronies and all of these, you know, all of these idiots that want to push the the gun control thing and try it. They tried so hard to make it seem like it was this white power racist Nazi thing. And then there were thousands of pictures that came out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people of color. You had you had blacks and you had Mexicans and you had Asians and you had the Pink Pistols, which is an LGBT gun group. Um, the, you, you had all of that show up in all those photos and everything and absolutely destroy that narrative. And that was, if there is any win here, it was just that that destroyed that narrative. And I don't think there's any other good that came out of this. I think everything else only just showed the hand to the government that, oh, nope, deep down, these people are all spineless little jellyfish. And that was it. But that at least demonstrated that no, being pro-gun does not being a mean being a white supremacist. Being pro-gun is being pro-gun. It's being pro-freedom. One of my favorite pictures, though, and I just have to throw this out there, was the Barrett guy standing uh, there was, with the. I was just gonna bring him up. <laughs> the Barrett guy. He was standing there with the two, the other two guys, and. The one guy is obviously a person of color, just, you know, trying to be professional here. And uh, he's wearing a shirt that says Black Guns Matter. Mm-hmm. That was which probably is, one of my favorite one. ones. Yeah, um, the black dude in the black in the black yeah. Rifles Matter yeah. uh, shirt and with the guy who owns apparently a gun shop in like New York or New Jersey or something. New Jersey or something like that. Um, uh, New York, it was in ba- Buffalo. Did you see the picture of him in his gun shop? No, no. I, I I saw it on Instagram earlier. Um, he's standing there and he's doing the smile, and he has like he has a T-shirt made of himself, right? And he's standing there <laughs> and, he's, and he's doing the smile, and then behind him on the shelves, like on the front of the shelves, he has Velcro backing, and then it's nothing but patches from police organizations. Of course oh. it is. Bootlicker Supreme. Yeah, because yet again, deep down, these people are all bootlickers. These people will all kowtow endlessly to their masters and go, yes, of course, whatever you say. And they'll go, no, the police won't enforce gun confiscation. And my question to people who say that is, okay, even if I ignore how wrong you are, but what (laughs) if they do? What will you do if they do? And they never have an answer. Every firearms law in existence is backed by the threat of confiscation. Every firearms law in existence. Yeah, if you break the gun law, guess what they do? Every law, every law in existence only has any teeth because of people willing to enact violence in order to get what they want out of you. Your basic run of the mill, I'm driving down the road at 30 miles an hour in a 25 zone. That by itself 
is based on the threat of violence to get you to acquiesce to what they want you to do. Yep. yep. And the police will enforce it. And they will. They will absolutely yep. use force to enforce a law in which you've ne- hurt no one. You just happen to be going five miles an hour over the arbitrary speed limit. Oh, yeah. And it's and and the thing is, is then they'll argue, but but it's not that you're not a threat of really. So if I refuse to stop because I refuse to comply with this law. Oh, they'll fucking shoot you. They'll they'll chase me. And if I continue to not stop, they'll try and ram me. And if I still don't stop, they'll ram me off the road and then they'll shoot me. After After they sick the dog on you and they beat you a little bit and you still don't comply. Yeah, then they'll yep. shoot you. And they'll shoot me. So ultimately, the ultimate consequence of every single law failing to failing to obey a single law is always violence and death. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. It's all backed up by that. And that's the thing. It's uh government can only exist <laughs> through threat of violence that's it that's that that is what defines a government is a body that claims exclusive right to coercive force in a given area that's a government so i mean you're looking and, at and every it, level of government it just all they do is scratch each other's back my personal favorite example of that is you know under our previous governor in the in the state of wisconsin there was a law passed that said any police-involved shooting has to be investigated by an independent agency. Yep. So if you're a cop in, say, Monroe County, and you shoot somebody, chances are it's going to be one of the local city municipal or city cops that are going to be investigating that incident, or one of the neighboring counties that are going to be investigating that incident. They all scratch each other's back anyway. So it's like, yeah. oh, he did nothing wrong. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, I, I I know I know we're supposed to be talking about Virginia and the Big Bag, but we're talking about police. So I have to bring this article up out of Austin, Texas, right? Oh, Texas. Jesus. is this the one I'm thinking of? Probably Texas, Big Freedom Land. Um, the day after Austin City Council unanimously approved stopping arrest and tickets for low-level marijuana cases. The police chief, Brian Manley, said he will continue to enforce such laws. Yeah. We don't yep. make the laws. We just enforce them, you know, that but we're told they to. Made, but then they made this law that says that we don't have to do this anymore. But we're going to do it anyway. But we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> that's, that's literally what he says. He says marijuana is still illegal, and we will still enforce marijuana law if we come across people smoking in the community. Well, it's the same thing uh, here in Lacrosse, and this is this is a fun little tidbit about Lacrosse for people. Um, here in Lacrosse, remember Wisconsin is a sea of no marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. Minnesota has medical, Iowa has medical, Illinois has medical and recreational, Michigan has medical and recreational, and Canada, our northern border, has medical and recreational. We don't. We're this this lone island. Right. Well, we we do have extremely limited medical, but it's like I said, it's extremely limited. It can only be prescribed for like three conditions. Now that's that's ah, but that isn't marijuana. That's CBD. No, that is in fact that is in fact. No, they actually 
they actually do have a THC requirement for that 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 thing, and there are two count them two dispensaries in the state for that medical mm-hmm. marijuana. One is in Madison, and one is in Milwaukee. So if you're in Superior and you have this, and you have one of these three conditions, you have to drive all the way down there to get your supply, and then drive all the way back up to Superior, and yeah. Yeah, so I got so, but so what I was saying though is so lacrosse, the city of lacrosse passed a city ordinance a couple of years ago now making marijuana possession of marijuana for personal use. It's up to X amount, I don't know what it is offhand. California, California, it's up to an ounce. I I think it's fucking pot. Yeah, I think it's way less than an ounce, but I I have no idea what it is. I don't I don't smoke it. I don't own it. I don't I I don't fucking care. So I don't really pay much attention. But (laughs) whatever it is, it's up to X amount. Um, You if it's personal use, it's a city ordinance violation and nothing but a ticket. No criminal charge, nothing. It's an ordinance violation and a ticket. So they passed that intentionally because they wanted cops to stop worrying about busting people for pot and start concentrating on real crimes. After they passed that, two years, I think it's been two years now, the cops will still throw your ass in jail Mm -hmm. for having pot, even though they have the option to just give you a ticket, confiscate it, and send you on your way. They still will throw you in jail regardless, Mm -hmm. even though they have that option and were told by their bosses, no, do not charge them with this. Just go with the ticket. They will still put in willingly because they have a choice not to. They are willingly still putting in the man hours for a criminal prosecution for something they could Mm -hmm. charge people with just an ordinance violation for. It's a quarter of an ounce, by the way. Quarter of an ounce. Okay. So seven grams. Yeah. So you, you, they, they have a choice to not, and they still choose to because that's how fucking cops work. Not only that, but it looks good for them. It looks good if they have a bunch of arrests and think of all the additional revenue that they can generate (laughs) by, you know, civil asset forfeiture if they charge you as a criminal instead of just giving you a ticket. I mean, okay, we're, we're talking we're talking like drugs and guns, right? All right, those those are Oregon. Eagle Point, Oregon agreed to a four point five million dollar settlement to settle a lawsuit filed by the parents of a man killed by police after a jaywalking offense. I saw an article on this earlier today and I didn't even make it all the way through. I was so mad. Oh, yeah. The stuff like that, you just wind up shaking because you're like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? The guy crossed the street. Yeah, he crossed the street. That's what he did. That's literally his offense. He crossed the street and they killed him. And, you know, it reminds me an awful lot of what I went through with that. Well, they, uh, they didn't the empty shell case. They, they, they killed him trying to enforce the punishment for jaywalk. They're, they're trying to question him and give him a ticket, and there was some resistance there. But still, yeah. So yet again, jay, they, they, they were trying to enforce a jaywalking law. 
because you didn't cross the street between these two magic white lines that are supposed to protect you. Which they shot I've, him. No, I. If you've ever driven in a city, those white lines don't protect people. No Although, shit. Try convincing uh, college students in lacrosse of that bunch of fucking lemmings. <laughs> I mean, ser- it's insane. Like you drive, you drive past uh, University of Wisconsin lacrosse, which is the college that people go to because they couldn't get into UW Madison. Um, <laughs> you. That's accurate as hell, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> party school backup. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's but you you drive past there and these kids because that's that's our safety first culture right that's the ultimate result of safety first culture it's my safety is everyone else's responsibility so if i'm driving and i'm doing 25 miles an hour down this street and i'm coming up to this crosswalk and i'm five feet in front of it in my truck which is not a small truck Mm -hmm. and i'm coming up to it and these kids will just step off the curb staring at their phone paying no attention because well i pushed the little button for the blinky lights and there's lines there well none of that's going to make my truck stop any faster jackass and if push comes to shove guess who bounces off whom (laughs) so yeah another reason to drive a lifted pickup (laughs) yeah exactly well you know that much damage well not only that but there's a good possibility that if they just lay down your truck will go right over the top (laughs) (laughs) my truck will clear i did confirm my truck will clear a refrigerator box in the middle of the road because i had to drive over one the other day and it will in fact clear straight over the top of it without touching it so but i mean so my truck's not small (laughs) (laughs) it's a big fucking truck and it's loud it has off-road tires that sound like a horde of angry bees on the road and (laughs) it's straight piped there is no muffler on that thing so it's loud and so when i come up there's no way you didn't hear me but you're such an idiot who lays so much trust in this arbitrary set of lines that the government laid down like that's that's where you know larkin rose with his most dangerous religion superstition Uh, Superstition. Uh, superstition. Sorry, it's the most dangerous superstition. That's where that comes in, right? Um, thankfully, he's on a ban on Facebook right now, so he can't whine at me for that. Um, but <laughs> he's he's on Twitter. I'll tag him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's where that's where his video and his his book comes in with that is you are literally worshiping government. You're treating it like it's God. That if they say, well, no, you're safe if you walk between these lines, then you must be safe. And so I just go. That's blind, stupid faith. And just for the record, Andrew, if I if I were the for whatever reason, I decided to start working for the city of La Crosse, gag me. Um, that intersection right there by uh, was it body and soul. Just before you get to the quick trip uh off campus there right yeah it's right next to the uwl campus yeah it's the, right. that's the place that too. needs where... to be a skywalk i don't know why it's not <laughs> you would think just just put a big a big like a set of stairs and a little bit of a path and then a set of stairs again because it's two lanes going both ways and instead of going hey this is a terrible idea because just, all of the housing is over there and the campus think, is over there just think of it as a natural selection checkpoint oh yeah I had oh, it absolutely I, is. I when I had my uh my '86 Chevy C10, um I actually oh. had a kid, and it uh yeah it turned into the Ms. Dixie, 
my legendary truck with a four, uh, supercharged 454 on a completely mm. custom built frame. And mm. it was, oh God, 42 Stop, inch tires. I can only get so erect. <laughs> right? Yeah. 42 <laughs> inch tires. The thing was a monstrosity. It got like five miles per gallon. And I loved every minute oh. of doing it. Um, it's I, not I know miles that. per gallon that matter. It's the smiles per mile. Right, exactly. Se- uh, 73 F250 custom baby blue with a stock 390 and a four gear transmission four gear manual that would be fun oh yeah, yeah. so and it had and it had loose joints and it after after like 45 miles an hour it starts to death rattle oh yeah it's always fun you sure it wasn't a jeep no, seat no currently? it's not it's not it's not fun <laughs> you sure it wasn't secretly a jeep because uh, but or a hummer yeah, or Elmer. Um, but no, so like I, I was driving that past that campus, and this kid comes tearing up to that intersection on a bicycle, just paying no attention whatsoever because that's how people who ride bicycles are. If you ride a bicycle as a general form of transportation, know that I hate you. Um, grow up, become Mayor an Kim adult. Cabot loves them. Uh, become an adult, buy a car. Right. So anyway, so this guy's coming flying up in a, on this bicycle is paying no attention at all, blows into this crosswalk that I'm driving through, slams into the bed of my truck <laughs> and winds up in the bed of my truck. He comes up over the handlebars, winds up in the bed of my truck. I slam on my brakes like, oh, my God, his bike's completely destroyed, like the front rims bent. The handlebars are all screwed up, everything else. And he's like sitting up in the bed like what the oh oh what and then tries to blame me like dude i'm on the road what? and he's like what well, was in the crosswalk what magic do you think occurs when you enter a crosswalk that all vehicles cease to exist and nothing is going to hit you but that's government worship right that's that's what it does to people that's what it does to your brain you think that because these laws because it's a law or because they say this thing is, that it just must always be. That's why they're passing all these gun laws is because they honestly believe they have bought into their own propaganda and they've bought into this government worship to the point where they honestly believe that if they just do this, if they just make more laws, if the government just says no, that it just won't happen. That's what they honestly believe. And it's the most absurd religious belief. But de- that's why I've started going to this point where I call status state worshipers every single time. You worship they the are. state. Absolutely. You worship it. You do this Pledge of Allegiance, which was written by a National Socialist, fun fact, and had a Nazi salute to accompany it when it was first developed. Um, which is also why it didn't no, include no, the- no facts. No facts on this one. Yeah, I know, right? And it's, that's also why uh, it didn't include the under God thing originally, because the state was supposed to be God. Um, the That pledge is a, a an oath of undying devotion to the state, mm-hmm. that I will lay down my life for the state because I just worship them that much and all hail my almighty masters. That's what it is. Yep. I don't have anything to add after that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. It, and it, and it's so infiltrated our culture 
that people think that if they go to march and protest for their rights, that they should continue to wave the same flags that are symbols of the people who are taking away their rights as they do the march, and that somehow by bagging them, they're doing something important and useful. Are you that's, serious? You know, if you're going to go to a rally like that and you're going to wave a flag, make it something interesting. Wave the, the Jolly Roger. <laughs> I say, no, you know what? My my profile picture, everybody knows what it looks like because it's been my profile picture for years. It's got an adapted version of Blackbeard's flag on it with a paraphrasing of his quote, his famous quote. It says, no quarter on it and it's got the demon skull with the flaming heart and it's taken from a quote from blackbeard where he where he was offered quarter when he was finally cornered and he said uh damnation seize my soul if i offer you any quarter or take any from you (laughs) you want to wave a flag wave blackbeard's flag no fucking quarter yep and that's that's realistically the only way these politicians are going to back down. Oh yeah, that's it. Right. And uh, un- until they needed to use that guillotine is what they needed to do. But yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm trying not to get red flagged here. Um, <laughs> un- that's right. You're in California. Un- until the price of passing these laws and enforcing these laws. Until the price of passing these laws and enforcing these laws is greater than a person's value on their own safety, nothing is going to change. Exactly. How the 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 guy the guy in Maryland last year that got red flagged and and went down shooting, he has more balls than that entire twenty two thousand or twenty one thousand one hundred ninety nine people combined. That yep. girl, that that one girl that got arrested, she had more balls than than the twenty one thousand one hundred uh, uh, than the other twenty one thousand one hundred ninety nine. Because waving a flag, and marching, and and voting and and lobbying, they're 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 masturbation. That's exactly what they are. They're masturbation. Woo! You feel good, but it doesn't change anything. Impotent rage is what I said at the time, and impotent rage is what I'll keep saying. It's completely impotent. And if you don't know what the word impotent means, look it up. But that's what it means, right? Impotent, it's all impotent. It's a whole lot of, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But ultimately, you haven't taken your Cialis. (laughs) (laughs) And so at the end of the day, nothing's going to come of this at all. Pop that blue pill. Put yeah. on the big boy pajamas. Exactly. And that's that's what it amounts to is until until liberty, until freedom is more dear to people mm-hmm. than comfort. Until it's more dear to them than their families. Until it's more dear to them, the idea of freedom, the idea of liberty, these things that our country was originally founded around until those ideals are more important than life itself to you, you will continue to be a slave. 
and you will become ever more obviously a slave. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to break free unless you are really willing to go, no, this is the hill I die on. Come yep. and force me off. Uh, we we read a pain quote last time, um, and I feel like I have to read another one. And it says, "If there if there must be trouble, let it be in my day that my child may know peace." And this single reflection, well applied, is sufficient to awaken every man to duty. Yeah, that is it pretty well sums yeah. it up. That is yeah. also from the crisis, which if you haven't read, you guys. Oh yeah, fucking, you're failing at life. If you haven't read basically the collected works of Thomas Paine, um, I would actually really encourage everybody Tom, to Thomas to, Paine and Thomas Paine and John Locke. Yeah, and and Paine specifically, um, I would encourage you to read the his introduction to the fourth edition of the reprint of Common Sense. If uh, you haven't read the introduction, I would actually say the the introduction is almost better than the rest of it um, because it's more widely applicable. It contains one of my favorite of his quotes where he says that uh, a habit for too long of uh, dealing with a thing, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't remember exactly, but a habit too long of dealing with a thing gives that thing the air of being right but does not, in fact, make it right. Isn't that pretty much what the uh, the media, and especially the political left, they thrive on that theory because they keep parroting the same things over and over and over and over, and they think eventually it'll make it fact because, let's face it, state worshipers will believe whatever their supposed leaders espouse. Yep. They will continue to bow down, continue to kowtow. People wonder, you know, in the United States, people wonder, how did Hitler get millions of people to follow him into these aggressive expansionist wars and to exterminate millions of people in death camps and labor camps? How did he do that? Well, it was pretty freaking easy if you understand statism. If you understand statism, it was really easy. All he had to do was keep saying the same lies loud enough and long enough. And then people just agreed with them and they just went with that. And deep down, most of them didn't have the balls of one of my personal heroes, Sophie Skull. Oh, badass little bitch. I've, I, she's easily one of my favorite, favorite heroes of world war two. If you don't know her story, I encourage you to Google it, look it up. Um, Sophie Skoll, it's S-C-H-O-L-L, Sophie Skoll. Um, Her dying words are one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. Like, it will always bring tears to my eyes, literally always reading those. um, Because it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard when it's somebody who's, she's what, 16 at the time? Uh, I think she, yeah, 16 and change. Yeah. And she uttered those words as she was about to be executed. Um, Absolutely moving. Absolutely amazing. But that is a chick who said, no, I will not acquiesce to this. Just because you could kill me, I don't care. Just because you're probably going to kill me, I don't care. And even when you are definitely about to kill me, I still don't care. 
what is right is right. What is wrong is wrong. And I will stand on that. And I don't care what you have to say. It's she is an amazing person. Absolutely amazing person. And it's too bad that she wound up executed because if she had survived and was still alive, she'd be ancient. But uh, (laughs) I would go and see that woman. I would want to hug her because she's one of my personal heroes. The, the, The entire story of Sophie and her brother is just absolutely remarkable and worth reading. Um, but that's brother what, Hans. Yeah. And that's, that's what people need to do. They need to be like those two and say, no, I know that government is probably going to kill me. I know that they're going to do unpleasant things to me. I know that I'm probably going to lose on my own, but the best I can hope for is that what I do inspires others and that a movement starts and that things change because of what I do. Because if you're not willing to be, if you're, if your uh, beliefs... She was beheaded with a guillotine. With a freaking guillotine. Mm-hmm. Which means she had to kneel down, lay her head down, and sit there and wait for the blade. Yep. So, All right, you got and... anything else, Christopher? Jesus. No, I think he summed it up pretty well. Oh. I, just, I got, I got a, a Sophie quote. I want to read and then uh, close this out. All right. So, um, the real damage is done by millions who just want to survive. The honest man who just wants to be left in peace. Those who don't want their little lives disturbed by anything bigger than themselves. Those with no sides and no causes. Those who won't take measure for their own strength for fear of antagonizing their own weaknesses. Those who don't like to make waves or enemies. Those who, those for whom freedom, honor, truth, and principles are only literature. Those who live small mate. Small, live small, mate small, die small. It is the reductionist approach to life. If you keep it small, you keep it under control. If you don't make any noise, the boogeyman won't find you. But it is all an illusion because they do die too. The, those people who roll up their spirits in tiny little balls so they can be safe, safe from what? Life is always on the edge of tomorrow. Narrow streets lead to the same places as wide avenues, and little candle burns itself out just as like a flaming torch does. I choose my own way to burn. So, on that note, shout shout out your uh, your social media. Uh, make sure that you also check out my Anarchy uh, Weapon Wednesdays on YouTube. Uh, as well as on Facebook, uh, generally live. Next show I'm doing this Wednesday will probably be a question and answer one. So if you have any questions or anything else uh, weapon-related, feel free to ask me. Um, check Behind out... you, Andrew. Behind you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I got batteries. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> also be sure uh, to check out uh, Nick Irwin's uh, most recent podcast. Yes. Where he wiped the floor with that poor kid. Yes. Uh, it's a debate on the boogaloo and the morality of it under anarchist principles. I had a hell of a lot of fun. My opening statement I am very proud of and I think you'll quite enjoy. So definitely check that one out as well. That's the Enemy of the State's uh, <laughs> dank pod stash. Uh, the episode of the morality of the boogaloo. And for me, it's pretty straightforward. Just uh, follow me on Instagram at, at Valhalarchist. And uh, peace. Spell that for people. Yes. Spell it? Oh, yeah. 
think Valhalla, and then <laughs> it's V it's V A L H A L L A R C H I S T. Yeah, I'm too tired yeah. to spell it right now. Valhalla Valhalla Christ. There you go. And then, um, as always, Jace Booth, literally everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Float, um, Telegram, and then uh, Anarchy Among Friends. Go like us on Facebook. Yeah, um, your your likes feed us. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be popular too. Damn it! Yeah, right. come on, make us celebritarians, <laughs> Cherks. All right, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Yep.